Welcome to the Garlic Boys podcast, where we treat friendship like a good recipe treats garlic. You can never have too much of it. I'm your host, Connor O'Connor. And I... I'm totally somebody. I'm somebody. Let's figure it out together. Let's figure out together who I am. Okay, okay. What did we talk about last week? Um, I don't remember. Mia was on the podcast. Yeah. We talked about me. I know that. Yes. Her her topic was pictures of me. Oh, I got it. I got it. Ready? Yeah, yeah. Because uh, you you did a you did a picture where you took um, Kevin's face and put it on your face. Yeah. You, could, you can be the um, the the face off version of uh, Kevin, but like you're Matt playing Kevin playing Matt, like Nicolas Cage plays John Travolta playing Nicolas Cage. <laughs> <laughs> And you know why I get to make that reference? Is <laughs> the writer's strike is over. The writer's strike's over, but the actor's strike is in. Dang it! <laughs> <laughs> At least I don't think so. I think the writer's strike is still on. Yeah, I listen. I'm, 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 I, I love and support them. And I wish they would just come to a freaking deal. I'm so tired of this. Again, it's not the actor's fault. No, yeah, yeah, no, no. I'm saying I wish the freaking companies would just just come to a deal already. There. Oh, and uh, apparently the, this now involves video games too. So yeah. there goes every topic that I could possibly ever want to talk about. Well, a good thing that we can discuss is that there was a deal met between the WGA and the studios that gave the uh, the writers way more than they were asking for and a lot of what they were asking for as well. And this whole thing didn't need to happen. No, no, it didn't. It could have been done in like a week, but apparently they wanted to make them homeless first. They were all they were asking for was two percent increases. Yeah, and like it, it's not a lot. I mean, it it might be a lot of money. I don't I don't understand like the actual amounts, but like they, they, it was wild that this had to happen in the first place. I, and it should just show you how bad greed is, and how yeah. you can never really trust anyone, even if they're people that you think are trying to make you happy. They're not trying to make you happy. They're trying to make themselves money. Yeah. Yes, and I think I read somewhere that it was like they settled for around two hundred and like thirty some million, I believe. Um, so, I think, so I think the companies offered them like eighty million, something around there, uh, and they were able to get it up to like two hundred some million. So, very happy for them, very very proud for uh, them sticking through this and everything. Now let's just let's just how how about the companies follow suit with the actors and uh, get this this over with? <laughs> it's not like we they they can't make a deal or like they don't have the resources. We know you have the resources. You just did it. You can yep. do it again. No, they definitely have the resources. Do you know? Do you know how many billion uh, millions and billions they make just in movies alone? Yeah, it's wild. Like, like they. They make a ton of freaking money, money that I could never dream of ever having. Uh, pretty sure you can uh, help some people out that are, you know, living paycheck to paycheck. Um, but you know, it's we're we're standing strong with the actors. We celebrate what happened with the writers. 
and I we hope that it, it's not a lot mu- much longer for them. Um, but yeah, I, I just wanted to share that update because I'm I'm so stoked about it. Yeah, I, I I would love to be a writer one day to to yeah. to work on something and just be able to write for it. I mean. I wrote something this week that I was really proud of. Matt likes it. Um, <laughs> it, was, it was good. It was really funny. It's uh, we're, maybe maybe one day we could shoot the sketch. Um, I know I know we talked about that a little bit. I don't want to make any promises to the listeners, but hey, you know if you you keep supporting us, you help us grow. Um, we would love to be able to to share fun writings from yes. our brains. I don't have the writing brain. That's definitely a Connor thing. But I, I have an actor's brain. I, <laughs> I can tell Matt what to do, and he'll do. It. <laughs> he's got he's got a writing and a director's brain. I've got an actor and a lackey's brain. So it works. It does. <laughs> oh, Matt, how was your week? How was my week? Uh, I went. Wait. This last weekend. I did something. Didn't I go to the Ren Fair this last weekend? Yes. Was that this last weekend? Yeah, yeah. Because we talked about it in the last episode, but that's because you went. So you went the day before last week's episode went out. So when they yeah. heard me talking about going to the Renaissance Fair, you had just gone the day before. But we recorded that the week before you went. <laughs> wow. Time travel, man. It's it's really confusing. Um, All you have to remember is who's on first, what's on second, and I don't know who's on third. Um. So so we went to the Ren Fair, got to see uh, Shawnee from uh, TGB One Shots. That's really it. I I got a cool necklace. Uh, it's got like Odin's ravens on it. Uh, really cool stuff. Um. Lots of good food. It wasn't really like it was fun, uh, but it was cold and rainy at the same time. Uh, so our, our day was cold and rainy too, but it was still a lot of fun um, yeah. to be able to be there. And like, I haven't been to the Pittsburgh one in so long, but um, the Great Lakes one is the one we usually go to. And no offense to anybody at the Pittsburgh one because it's still a great Ren Fair. It's close by. It's it's not too expensive. Like it's fun. Um, I just, I think our family prefers the Great Lakes one and we tend to lean toward that one. Yeah. The, the thing about the, uh, the Pittsburgh Westmoreland Shire, I think is what they call it is it's a small fair. It's, it's one of the smaller ones, but it's, I think that's nicer because it feels more like a small town in medieval times. That's true. It's also Um, on a giant hill, which is miserable when you're right. Heart full of children. Yeah, that's not that's not fun. Um, that's why I typically don't go with children. <laughs> that's a good idea, honestly. If I had the option, um, you did. You just decided not to go with us. Well, I worked that weekend, so it's not like. <laughs> Trust me, if I could have, I would have, but I worked that weekend. Now I work this upcoming weekend. The the, the day this episode airs, I'll be at work. I will he, be he is currently at work as you are listening to this. <laughs> I will be miserable. Um, spe- speaking of work, I just I want to share this because I'm so proud of myself. Yeah. Um, I I don't talk about my main job a lot, 
Um, that's because I, I don't want to really advertise what it is, just given the nature of the job. Yeah. Um, I will say Matt knows what I do, and so he understands yeah, for those uh, what I'm what I'm alluding to, to don't with know, that. It's a super secret government agency. That no, it's not. A, <laughs> you can't tell people that <laughs> you'll blow my cover. Um, <laughs> no, but um, part of my job includes me cooking. Oh, I will say that. And um, I decided that I wanted to try to make a new sauce this week. And I made a hot honey maple syrup that was divine. Oh, that sounds so good. You ready for this? Yeah. You take you take some maple syrup. Okay. Take some honey. I put in some Frank's Red Hot Sauce. Uh, not a sponsor. Um, paprika, cayenne powder, garlic powder, onion powder. Um, uh, uh, I said paprika already. Uh, salt, pepper, and uh, a little bit of cinnamon, and some red red wine vinegar or apple cider vinegar, not red wine, apple cider vinegar. You mix that all up. Yeah. Um, I'm not telling you proportions because it's the proprietary knowledge here. Uh, <laughs> Need to know basis. It was incredible. Yeah. You get that like sweetness from the maple syrup and everything, and then. It washes back like that. As you swallow, you get that heat, and it was great. That would be great. That sounds amazing on like chicken wings, or like uh, like fried chicken. I originally made it for um, breakfast corn dogs. Mm. Ooh, 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 yeah, that'd uh, be good. And then uh, I had some left over, and I put it on a chicken uh, chicken patty sandwich. Yeah, so good, dude. That sounds um, amazing. It was yeah. so good. I was so proud of myself too, because I've been trying experimenting with like new sauces and like making things myself. Like, I'm not like creating my own base for it or like my own maple syrup and everything like that. But like, I feel like mixing ingredients together still counts as me making my own sauce. Like, yeah, I have a barbecue sauce that I use that has uh, Heinz ketchup as one of the main ingredients. It's not like it's Heinz barbecue sauce. It's my barbecue sauce because it's my mixture of ingredients. Everything's derivative, you know? Oh, for sure. And it just, it was one of those things where I, when I made it and like everyone was telling me it tasted great, it was awesome. I just, so, I felt so clever for thinking about making it. Yeah. And I was so proud of myself. Like they're telling me I should bottle it. So let me know if y'all want to try it out there. We'll have we'll have a line of like just in the store just because every but every influencer has a a line of of products now. Right. Uh, there's like the prime drinks. Are they drinks? Someone had like candy bars. Um, Mr. Beast. Yeah, I don't care at all. But like, we'll have sauces. We'll just have like sauces, not just garlic based sauces. Although those will be there. There will be garlic sauce. But. Just different diff- different sauces. You'll see them in your local Walmart soon. I don't know. Like tomorrow. 2033. <laughs> That's like the realistic plan is 2033. But my dream is tomorrow. Yeah. It'd be nice. <laughs> hey, Matt, you want to do a quiz? Uh, Sure. I, I already said it. the word clever and you didn't respond to it. So I just thought I'd just say I it. told you last week that I was just never like I'm gonna not acknowledge it so that maybe we can just skip the quiz. What aren't we acknowledging? A certain word that what word? What word? <laughs> I'm not gonna say it. 
it's not happening. You can't get it out of me. Uh, you're cool not. You're not you that clever. Speaking of clever, <laughs> <laughs> Matt, are you ready for this week's clever boy quiz? I am. All right. This week's quiz is: What power doth thou possess? Oh boy. Any guesses? Is this like a superpower thing or like a superhero? Green Lantern, maybe, because you have the rings behind you. (laughs) (laughs) It is not fully Green Lantern, but it is connected. See, I will be giving you a character, and you're going to have to tell me which one of the seven power rings you think that character. Sorry, not seven, nine power rings. That character has possessed. Boy. And to help you out, I'm going to be going through all of these rings with you. Thank God. So, as you can see, we have the seven colors of the rainbow. Each one of these also connects to the emotional spectrum. We have red. That is rage. Orange is greed. Yellow is fear. Green is willpower. Blue is hope. Indigo is compassion and violet is love but then you also have black which is death and white which is life so i'm gonna give you some characters you have to think about what you know about that character if you know anything if anything yeah and see you give me what you believe that uh that person character has which power rings they have possessed well, you know what? You which hold on. Which power wings they have possessed? Because there are several characters who have possessed multiple different power rings. Yep. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like Green Lantern was like I know you love the Green Lantern. Green Lantern was always my least favorite of any of them. So this is gonna go swimmingly. I think it I think my reason I like Green Lantern is because it's more intellectual than it seems. Yeah. Because like Superman hit the Superman hit thing and make it and he go fly. Yeah. Uh Green Lantern has to think of a construct in his head, figure out the best situation to help. And like it was it was so cool that like if I just thought I want to fly, I'd be able to to fly using this power ring and whatever. And I was it was always fun to me. Yeah. No, that's and, fair. I listen. The Green Lantern. Now, now that I'm older, I feel like the Green Lantern is a uh, adequate character. Um, I don't. I don't hate the Green Lantern. Uh, it's just I don't know anything about them. I know a couple characters. That's it. So this will be real fun. Lots you ready for your first character? I am ready for my first character. Character number one, Flash. <laughs> okay oh, i'm sorry were you expecting me to say like al jordan yeah nah <laughs> i was like maybe the first one will be easy i'll get at least a point uh the hey, buddy, this yeah. is the easy one solid love that okay rage greed fear willpower Hope, hope, compassion, and love. Yes. And then life and death. Yes. 
The Flash. Barry Allen specifically. Barry Allen. Okay. Yes. So, to be fair. To be fair. Thank you. Um, Barry Allen, I feel like, has two really big uh, overarching emotions, I guess. Emotions, these are these are kind of what the, the rings are based off of, is like the the emotions. Um, so, willpower, I feel like Barry Allen has an incredible amount of willpower. Um, he always, you know, exceeds... It, it, I will say specifically from what I know of him in, like, the show... Um, and a couple other things. Uh, willpower and love, I think, are like the top two for him. And I guess there's compassion, too. He always tries to help people before, like, pulverizing them. Um, oh, there's hope. Oh, man. Overarching, though, I would say love. That's my guess. He had a purple, a violet ring. Final answer. Final answer. Matt, that was incorrect. Aw, oh, shucks. Barry Allen was given the power of the blue lantern ring. Oh? He possessed so much hope in times of trouble. That's fair. I mean, it was it was on the list of the ones I said, but I don't think it was... Personally, I don't think it was his like most powerful emotion. But you know what? We'll go with it. I like it. I like it. He does have a lot of hope. Um, fun fact about the Blue Lanterns. Um, they will give a power boost to Green Lanterns as hope is able to boost willpower. And it depowers Red Lantern rings when they're around because hope is able to drive out fear or, uh, rage. Yeah. Interesting. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, I... There's a lot of stuff that goes into these dang rings. Yes, there is. Number two. Supergirl. Supergirl. Now, I am going to say this is... All of these are in comic books. Yeah. Okay? So, this is not the main universe Supergirl. Okay. That doesn't help me at all, because... Okay. <laughs> um, I hope it does help you because, you know, there's there's typical ideas of what Supergirl is like, but one as you know, this isn't her. Right, right, right. the the one The one that I know uh, is typically Kara Zor-El. Yeah. Sorry, right. yeah. Well, I mean, she's still Kara, but like the personality, I mean. Right, right, right. Um, boy, oh boy. Um, what are we thinking? I'm going to go. Listen, I'm just going out on a, like a, a really heavy limb. And by limb, okay. I mean yes, and I'm going to go fear. Final answer? No, final answer is fear. You were on the right limb uh. 
of the wrong tree. Ah, beans. Supergirl got the red lantern ring. Ooh, she had rage? Ooh, she had rage. Wow. Okay. Pretty, pretty, pretty. That would be a pretty powerful combination, I think. It was. Actually, was this main universe? I don't know. At one point, she was like working with Atrocitus. I rem I can like see the panel in my head, and it was pretty sick. Oh, Atrocitus! He's red. He's a red one. Yeah, yeah. That it's it's rage. So do I get a point for that? Or nope, because I already told you. <laughs> I already told you you were wrong. But let's see what you can do with number three. This time, it's Superman. Heck. Again, this is going to be an alternate version of it. Right, right, because Superman, like, the, the S literally stands for hope. At least that's what a lot okay. of the continuities don't, so like, don't, No, no, it's not a lot of the comp continuities. It was one person who I don't believe has ever read a comic book, and everyone thinks he's the best director that's ever lived. Listen. Don't look at me like that. You know he's dumb. I don't know anything about alternate universe supermans uh but i will I say give, would yeah. you like me to give you a hint because uh, i i know comics aren't your thing um this is a alternate universe you are familiar with <laughs> like maybe the injustice universe in the injustice universe superman does turn bad alternate like yeah he he Kinda is bad, and that's because he loses low, low slain. And his unborn child. And his unborn child. That too. Metropolis. Which is why. So I could see rage again, but I could also see yellow fear. I don't think it would be greed if if he, if it was like evil Superman. It would either be rage or fear. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with fear this time. I went with fear last time and it was rage, so I'm gonna do the opposite. I'm gonna go with fear this time and it'd be fear. Final answer? <laughs> sure, final answer. Matt, that is correct. <laughs> so it is in the five years leading up to the Injustice Games, that comic where um he gains a fear power ring um i believe from sinestro mm. um and eventually just gets rid of it or it's broken or some 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 reason he doesn't have it anymore because yeah of course superman with a power ring is one of the most overpowered things you can do <laughs> superman's already mostly overpowered <laughs> add a power ring onto that it's just ridiculous Oh, his only weaknesses are kryptonite and magic. Let's give him something that resists both weaknesses. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You ready for number four? Yeah, ready for number four. The Queen of Atlantis herself, Mira. Mira. Mira, Mira, Mira. Mira, Mira on the wall. Please tell me which ring you wore. Uh... Now I'm going to be honest with you, as you think, I don't know that much about this in uh, this run. Um, this is something I found online. 
because uh, I was looking up like different characters that have used power rings, and um, this was one of the examples they gave us. Um, but I didn't actually read the description. Nice. So tra traditionally, Mira is good. I mean, she's married to uh, Aquaman, who is a superhero. Right. In, again, in most in most continuities. Um, but I could see her being persuaded to the dark side. True. Could see it. Could be like a greed thing. Uh, maybe not greed. I feel like jealousy would be more than greed, if anything. So maybe not. Maybe maybe we skip the dark side. Mira, kind of. I mean, it fits her color scheme. You could go with green or blue. I don't know if they really care about color scheme, but um, what is this? Love, compassion, hope, and willpower. Beans, beans, the magical fruit. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, there's also life and death. Don't forget life and death. I don't think Mira's important enough to give life or death to. No offense. Um, but then I'm gonna say this, and she's gonna be like the life, the life one or something, or death. Ooh, death would be cool. Um, okay, let's go with the. Indigo one compassion. I have absolutely no idea. I'm pulling this out of my rear end. Final answer. Yes, final answer. Matt, that is incorrect. Ah oh, man. Sometimes art imitates life, and this version of Mira is from the main continuity, and this happened during the Blackest Night storyline. This is actually where the Black and White Lanterns were introduced. And it's where Arthur Curry and Arthur Curry Jr. both die. Causing Mira to have extreme rage Ooh. and to be called into the Red Lanterns. Well, Beans, you know, it was it was an attempt. Uh, that one that one was a little out there, so um I'm not really too so uh, too shocked, honestly, that you you didn't get that one. Yeah. Um, in the in the nicest way. I mean, it's no. not one of those characters you really think about. Yeah. Let alone think about having a power ring. But, um, I highly recommend the Blackest Night storyline for. I've heard good things. It's it's fantastic, and it's really where a lot of these lanterns get fleshed out, and you get like a decent amount of who they are. Yeah. Um, especially with lesser-known characters like number five, Swamp Thing. Swamp Thing. Okay. So Swamp Thing, from what I sort of know about Swamp Thing, is they're, they're kind of like a I don't choose sides. I just protect the swamp in a way, like I, a, a nature guy. Um. Uh, Swamp Thing is a avatar of the green, yeah. which is the protector of wildlife and plant life on Earth. Right. And so uh, they typically are a hero because most villains are trying to destroy the green. Yep. But they are what whatever side aligns with protecting the green. Yeah. So like he and Poison Ivy would be like BFFs. 
Sometimes. Sometimes they're not. That's true. Um, so, just keeping that in mind. Uh, lordy, lordy, lord. I can see the white ring, the life ring, which I, I feel goes hand in hand with, you know, the green. Um, compassion, hope, willpower, fear, envy, and rage. Or greed and rage, sorry. Yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm going to go with the life, the, the white, the white power ring. The what? The life. Oh, yeah. Not that kind of white power, dude. <laughs> Let's just go white ring. Yeah, the white ring. The white lantern. <laughs> dude, you, I was so, I was waiting for you to say that just so I could make this joke. <laughs> oh, that was oh. very nice. Yeah, does it make you feel better to know, to know that you're correct? Am I really? Yeah. All right. Uh, Sometimes me, logic does prevail. Let me pull it up here. Uh, he, in the again, in the Blackest Night, um, he was met with... Uh, uh, he was attacked by the, white, uh, the Black Lanterns, and he uncovered... Uh, he uncovered the White Lantern, the Lantern of Life. It, um, with it, many heroes, once dead or being possessed by Black Lantern power, were brought back to life, and they were gifted with the power of the White Lantern ring temporarily. Um, since Swamp Thing, who is the avatar of the green and all plant life on Earth, if not the universe, tapped in the power of life unlike any avatar before him, with this power, his movement breathed life into his surroundings. Breathed life into his surroundings. That's sweet. I, I feel like that is 100% fits the character. So, all right. You ready for your number six? Yes, I am. All righty. Number six. Shaggy and Scooby. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate you. Um, <laughs> it's been so long since we've had a genuine I hate you. What? Shaggy and Scooby. Shaggy and Scooby. Since, since when did they do a crossover with Shaggy and Scooby? A lot, actually. What? Uh. Oh, actually, I didn't. I have a. I had an old cartoon uh, on disc where Scooby wanted to be a superhero or something like that, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. I think he was looking at Superman, and like he's like, I want to be a superhero. All right, it doesn't matter. Um, there was also a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles episode, uh, where he followed a superhero guy and wanted to be a superhero. It doesn't matter. Um, Shaggy and Scooby. Greed. They wanted to hoard all the Scooby snacks. Yeah. Yeah. Final answer. <laughs> Final answer. That is incorrect. <laughs> I'm not surprised, honestly. Matt. I'm so excited to tell you this. <laughs> I want to know. Scooby and Shaggy both briefly possessed the power of the Yellow Lantern of Fear. Fear? Okay, see, I can, I can see that too, I guess. In, in a comic, they were teaming up with the Justice League to solve a mystery or something like that. And they crossed paths with Sinestro. And they were so scared... 
their fear overpowered the fear Sinestro was able to inflict onto others, and the ring chose to give both of them power. This is my favorite comic book story ever. (laughs) That's so good. They are scaredy cats. I don't know why I didn't think of that part. Wow. It's so stupid. That's really dumb, but it's beautiful. It's it's peak writing, honestly, for DC. And the best part about it is I found a TikTok telling me this, and that was the inspiration for this quiz. <laughs> that's that's the best. All right, Matt. We're moving on to number six, and this is where it gets tough. We're moving on to number seven, and this is where it gets tough. (laughs) As if it wasn't already tough. I have like two points. Yep. (laughs) And they're luck based. Number seven Martian Manhunter. Martian Manhunter. Um, mm, See, this is another one where, like, I could see. Fear being one because uh, again, this is my knowledge based on the Supergirl TV show and the character in that show. Um, so he was uh, afraid, I guess, of the White Martians in that show. Um, but I feel like there's also like it's Martian Manhunter. There's other aspects to his personality. Love, compassion, hope. I'm going to go with hope. Final answer? No, I'm going to go with compassion. I'm going to switch it. Final answer. That is incorrect. Ah, nuts. Martian Manhunter was given the power of the Black Lantern Ring. Ooh, death, really? And the article I got this from does not explain why. Love that. Um, I think what it was, was in The Blackest Night, the character Black Hand, who was the one that discovered the Black Lantern power, was able to resurrect dead heroes um, and imbued them with the power of the Black Lantern ring. Mm. Um, and so I'm, I'm thinking that's what happened. Like a possession type thing. Sort of. I see. Necromancy. In in a way. Bring back necromancy. Bring back necromancy. Thank you, Dirk Claxon. <laughs> All right. Number nine. The Atom. Ooh. Little shrinky boy. Yes. Ant-Man of the DC Universe. Pretty much. <laughs> um, oh. I don't know. I don't know anything about that. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, willpower. He was a Green Lantern, baby. You think so? I do. I do. Final answer. Okay. I was going to give you some more information on the guy, but if that's final answer. Nope, why did I do that? All right. 
That is incorrect. I wish you would have given me more information on the guy, Connor. Can you be well, nice for once? You know, I'm not going to stand for this bullying. <laughs> um, oh my gosh, what is this dude's name? Palmer. Um, <laughs> Dr. Palmer uh, figured out how to shrink himself using the power of the white dwarf star that's in his belt, which allows him to shrink and grow at will. Um. Right. I don't know what any of that has to do with this, though, uh, because during the Blackest Night event, a lot of different heroes got powers from the different Lantern Corps, and for some reason that I can't find in this article, and I don't feel like researching more of, uh, the Atom was chosen to become part of the Indigo Lanterns. Compassion? Yes. Okay. Um, it says that he was in a uh, able to feel and inspire compassion amongst others, and then he was uh, invited into the Indigo tribe, which is the sort of um, there's the Green Lantern Corps, so, uh, Star Sapphires, Sinestro Corps, things like that. The Indigo tribe is their like name. Okay, cool. Yeah, very cool. Very cool. One more. I think I still got this. I think I still got this quiz in the bag. I really do. You have two more. I thought that was number nine, wasn't it? Two more. It's fine. I got this quiz in the bag. I, I, I see. I see. What happened here is uh, I don't have a number six on this list. So <laughs> okay, gotcha. There, there's there's a twelve, which means that there are eleven things. It's just so this one is number nine. Cool. Kyle Rayner. Who? <laughs> Kyle Rayner. I don't even know who that is. Never heard of them, ever. Can I give you a hint? Yes, please. He is a legacy character within the DC universe. Uh, other characters, other characters to hold the same tie as Kyle Rayner include Hal Jordan, John Stewart, mm. Guy Gardner. And that one from the old comics that I can't remember his name of right now. Well, uh, I guess in that vein, I would I would assume, and maybe this is the assumption you want me to make, but I still don't know who this character is or anything about their personality. So I'm going to go with Green Lantern, baby. Green Lantern will power my friend. You believe Kyle Rayner possessed a Green Lantern ring? Listen. Uh, I'm pretty sure some of the lanterns that you described, Hal Jordan, John Stewart, uh, and the other ones, um, I know for a fact that they were both Green Lantern. A okay. Green Lantern. Uh, but it's also very possible that they had other rings throughout the many years that they were uh, characters. Um, so, I'm just going to go with what I know. And I know for a fact they were both Green Lanterns. So there's a like pretty high percentage that this guy was also a Green Lantern. It is lowered as a percentage because you like to do trick questions. But in spite of that, I'm still going to say a Green Lantern. Final answer. Final answer. 
Matt, you are correct. Cool. I did give you a trick question. Oh, haha. I see what you did there. But I didn't give you a trick question the way you think that I did. If you had answered anything but Black Lantern, you would have been correct. Ooh, he had every ring except for the black one? Yes. So, you actually made a very interesting point, and I, um, I was going to talk about this anyways, but I'm glad that you uh, teed me up for it. The characters that I mentioned, each of them have wielded another power ring except for their Green Lantern ring. Hal Jordan, of course, is probably the most famous of our Green Lanterns. He was also a Yellow Lantern in The Injustice, and was also the host of the Avatar of Fear Parallax, so he was a fear being at one point. Um, John Stewart was uh, the main Green Lantern in the uh, early 2000s Justice League Unlimited cartoons. Um, he also was a superhero known as Ultraviolet, which is a different... 10th core that is found once the source wall is broken and is one of the core beings of the universe um, very similar to the speed force, the sage force, the still force and the strength force that is all way too complicated to really dive into right now yeah. but um, Kyle uh, Guy Gardner has also wielded a red lantern ring literally at the same time as his green lantern ring and had to have his hand chopped off to remove it um, he is much cooler than most people give him credit for. And finally, we get, we get into Kyle Rayner, who was the main Green Lantern during the time of the Blackest Night storyline. And actually um, gathered a bunch of different sort of mascot beings uh, from the other uh, rings, um, other cores, and was able to come together as a group. And eventually it was the first White Lantern as he was able to take up all of those other beings' rings and wear them all. But eventually they did disintegrate as they were too much for one person to bear at all time. Wow. That's crazy. That's, that's, that's a pretty cool story, though. He was actually made a Green Lantern um, at the time that Hal Jordan went crazy and decided to start killing all the rest of the Green Lanterns because yeah. the Guardians decided that there needs to be at least one Green Lantern left, and Kyle Rayner was chosen. That's pretty crazy. Hal Jordan's kind of a jerk. Yes, he is. <laughs> um, Kyle Rayner is also in another famous uh, Justice League storyline um, called The Lazarus Files, I believe. Um, there's a movie based on it called Justice League Doom. Basically, all the contingency plans that Batman has for the Justice League get leaked by um, Raj, uh, Raj al Ghul, and they start getting put into place. And Kyle Rayner's is his, he has a hypnotic um, uh, suggestion in his head to make his ring turn him blind because he can't see, and if he can't see, he can't use his power ring. Anyways, uh, sorry to nerd out on you for the for that. Um, yeah, your last one is Doctor Leonard Bones McCoy from Star Trek. Yes. <laughs> what? <laughs> I I do not like this. Um. 
I'm going to go with, so he's a good guy. He is a good guy. And I'm not saying that if you have a fear power ring, you're a bad guy. Can Do you have to be like a bad guy if you have any of the red, orange, or yellow rings? Star, Star Sapphires are technically Green Lantern villains. Carol, um, Carol Ferris is one of them, and she's an antagonist. Hmm. I just feel like... Uh, McCoy has a lot of fear. Uh, you see it in the in the movies and the shows and everything. He's a he's a very fearful character. So I feel like fear is one of his more predominant emotions. Doctor McCoy is very fearful. Yeah, but he's also a doctor, which kind of makes me lean toward compassion. It's not bad. So, Matt. Or life. What is your answer? What if he was a life one? <laughs> That'd be wild. Um, I'm going to go with... I, I don't think he would have a yellow ring. I, He might. Who knows? I'm going to go with compassion. Final answer? Final answer. I'm so proud of you. That's really? correct. What? <laughs> Um, the Starship, Starship Enterprise is met with um, a bunch of different Lantern Corns, actually. And um, Dr. McCoy is given the Indigo. I believe Uhura becomes Star Sapphire, maybe. Maybe it's Hope. I don't remember exactly. And um, the uh, the Russian guy, he also... Uh, Chekhov, yeah. Uh, he is also given a power ring. I think Sulu gets one too. I could be wrong. But yeah, they all get different ones and it's kind of cool. Um, DC actually printed Star Trek comic books. I'm not sure if they still do back in um, late, early times. Um, and I've actually got a few of them. I thought it was always ironic uh, that Marvel has Star, Star Wars and DC had Star Trek. Yeah, that's that's so wild. Maybe that's... It, it runs deeper. The, the feud runs deeper than you would have it's like if both companies got bought out by Pepsi and Coke, respectively, and then you just had like a three-deep <laughs> rivalry. Uh, Marvel would definitely be Coke. Oh, yeah. Because Pepsi. I mean, the color scheme alone. That's true, too. Oh, yeah, I guess that is true. All right, Matt. Are you ready for your bonus? I'm ready for the bonus, even though it won't make a lick of difference. It's still fun. I like this question. Yeah. It's going to be fun to explain it to you. Sure. Um, which of these seven cores behind me that we've gone over has the least number of members? It's a good question. Uh, it's not green. It's not red. I mean, we went through the entire quiz, and greed was not brought up once. But it's just you might have not done a character that had greed. Um, what is it? Hope, passion, love, and then there's white and black. I'm gonna go with white. So again, which one of the seven behind me? Oh, I thought you said. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you said nine. Sorry. 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 Uh, let's go then with my first inclination and go with 
orange. Final answer? Final answer. Matt, that is correct. <laughs> All right. Why do you think orange has the least? Because nobody's greedy, Connor. It's the DC universe. Everybody is uh, loves to give their money away, and yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so it's actually kind of not that, but also like you're not <laughs> yeah. too far off. It's oh, it's because they have a rule of two. Uh, it's like Star Wars. No, the dude who's there's only one singular orange lantern. It's and because it's, he kills all the other ones because he wants the power for himself. He's so greedy. He kills all the other orange lanterns and takes the power for himself. But since he's so powerful, then he's able to create constructs of all the other people he's killed and use those as his core members. Whoa. That's dark, but yeah. super rad. That's so cool. Also evil, very evil. <laughs> um, if any, if you take anything away from this, um, I recommend you check out the Blackest Night storyline from DC Comics. It was a really cool storyline, and you get to learn a lot about the emotional spectrum, as well yeah. as the different Lantern cores. I know I'll be checking it out. I would like to learn more about the Lantern. But wrapping up today's quiz, Matt, that is a loss for you, which brings you now up to four. But, hey, we had fun, didn't we? We did. We had so much fun. I could not have had more fun. That's not true. I, I definitely could have had more fun. But it was a good quiz. It was a good quiz. You know what would have been a lot of fun? What? Making a snowman together. It would have been a lot of fun. Do you see the snowman behind me? Yeah, I have a dope snowman. It Look has the fourth like, docker scarf. Oh, it's it's so good. I made this. Got a little pipe. Did you make it or did you find this online? No, I made this. I made this oh, uh, uh, two two winters ago. Is actually uh, not this picture specifically, but me with the snowman was actually a picture on my dating profile before I met Mia. So <laughs> explains why there's a fourth doctor scarf. Around <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. Um, this is how I picked up the chicks was with a really like, do you see how like, I know this part is a little bumpy, but like, it's so smooth. I, I spent so long smoothing this snowman out to make it perfect. Well, Matt, it's, it's actually a very smart idea because if you have a guy like that next to you, you're always going to look hot. Ha <laughs> ha Get it? Get it guys. Cause it's a snowman. Connor just made a really bad dad joke. Do you get it? Do you, do you, do you get it? Hey, man, if you don't want to be friends anymore, you can just say it. <laughs> Connor, I don't know. I don't know how to tell you this. But I love you. And you're stuck with me. That's just how it is. I don't know how to deal <laughs> with things like that. <laughs> Compliments are uncomfortable. <laughs> Feelings um, are gross. <laughs> <laughs> so what is your topic for this week? My topic is kind of funny. So uh, TikTok user Kate Morales at K, the letter, sorry, the number eight. M-O-R-A-L-E-S-S. -S. All right. Just for, for those of you out there. 
they were the ones that brought it to my attention. Um, and it was, <laughs> it was very funny to me. Uh, so they found an article from Politico. And I know mm-hmm. what you're thinking. Politics. Do we really need to get angry about politics this week? No, we don't get to. We don't need to get angry. We can just laugh at all of these people. Um, so they asked the 2024 candidates for presidency. Oh no! They asked them, and more so the GOP, the the right side of the of the uh, spectrum, if you will. Um, they asked them what their top 20 favorite songs are. Like, not the best songs, not the songs that they think they should put. It's like the top 20, like, objectively best songs. No, their favorite songs. Okay. And I'll go through a couple of them. I won't go, I won't do, do too much because I don't want to just take up all the time discussing. How many them. of them are country? <laughs> like, two. <laughs> you know what? You know what? <laughs> You know what was the most surprising to me? At least at least I'm I'm almost positive that every single one of them I I'm exaggerating. I need to scroll through the whole list. A lot of them have Mr. Brightside on the list. <laughs> there 90% of them 90% of them are boomers or gen uh, Xers. Okay. They're very old people. Uh, but Mr. Brightside just somehow makes it onto their list. So we'll start with Chris Christie. I don't remember what uh, I know. He's running for president again? Unfortunately, yes. He got like 2% of the vote. Yeah. He's got some classic rock on there, like Bruce Springsteen, The Beatles, Rolling Stones. Aerosmith, some like some good stuff. He's got every teardrop is a waterfall by Coldplay. Um, okay, Castle on the Hill by Ed Sheeran, Roxanne by The Police. Oh man, and Mr. Brightsides, of course. Okay, now we'll go to Nikki Haley. I don't know anything about Nikki Haley. Uh, Nikki Haley is running for. Is running for president. <laughs> okay, so starts off with I Love Rock and Roll, which objectively is a pretty dang good song. Okay, then All Right by Darius Rucker. Country. Yeah. Um, We've talked about Darius Rucker before. Can you remember why? No, sir. He's Hootie from Hootie and the Blowfish. Oh, I do remember that. And he also sings Wagon Wheel. Nice. We have Peace Train by Cat Stevens. We have Take What You Want by Post Malone featuring Ozzy Osbourne and Travis Scott. Take Me to Church by Hosier. What? Uh, <laughs> Jolene by Dolly Parton. Uh, Radio Gaga by Queen. Oh, uh, that one. Mr. Brightside again. Um, okay, Vivek Ramaswamy. Do you know who this is? Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, uh, he only gave eight. 
Uh, and you'll love, you'll so, love. So, so, so sorry. They asked for 20. And he gave he eight. He gave eight. Yeah, and this is a man that is going out there and saying, hey, <laughs> I'm going to make promises. And you, I can assure you, I'm going to fulfill them. <laughs> the greatest list ever. Okay. So the first one, Lose Yourself by Eminem. <laughs> <laughs> the second one, Rondo a la Turca by Mozart. What a Rondo Alla Turca by Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart. Centuries by Fallout Boy. Believer by Imagine Dragons. And this is only the first Imagine Dragons song on this list. We got Jolene, a classic by Dolly Parton. Thunder, another Imagine Dragons songs. Dream On by Aerosmith and Pastors of Plenty by Woody Guthrie. He was the first not to have uh, Mr. Brightside so far. I am annoyed by that list. <laughs> Who is it? Um, let's see. Will Heard. Nothing like... Nothing great? Nothing... Oh, boy. Nothing too funny. Um, oh, he's got Sorry Not Sorry by Demi Lovato. Shake It Off by Taylor Swift. Um, and who's Survivor, this again? Survivor by Destiny Child. Um, this is Will Hurd, H U R D, in case you were going to look him up. Well, I have to tell you, I've never heard of him. Oh, got him. Oh, man. It's just the funniest, like, group of songs that I've ever heard from, um, uh, mostly old people, but specifically the right side of the political spectrum you know so, i'm excited but also scared to ask you this question <laughs> um do they have ron DeSantis on that list oh oh he must not have responded no oh, ron de sanctimonious didn't respond <laughs> whoever cornell west is only contributed four cornell west yeah, I don't know, but it's Love Supreme by John Coltrane, The Caravan of Love, man, this guy's into love by the Isley Brothers, Respect, R-E-S-P-E-C-T, uh, and Mississippi, gosh darn, I, I'm not allowed to say that. Dude, I need you to look up Cornell West right now. <laughs> Cornell West. Oh, wowee. You said you said Cornell West, right? C O R N E L West, as in the direction. Yes, uh, American philosopher and political activist. <laughs> yeah, who looks Social like critic. a Fred? Who looks like a Frederick Douglass? Was <laughs> still alive today. <laughs> yes, <laughs> kind of. Yeah, yeah. No, I. Yeah. He kind of looks like if James Earl Jones wasn't famous. <laughs> oh man, this it it just oh. first of all, I don't like most of these I don't know some of these political uh these political leaders, if you will. I don't know most of them. I do know 
uh, the first couple at least, um, Chris Christie, Vivek Ramaswamy. Um, I now never want to listen to any of these songs again. I mean, to be fair, I wasn't listening to Imagine Dragons at all. Right. Uh, but Take Me to Church is now soiled by Nikki Haley. I don't even know who you are, lady, but let's find out. Former Gother of South Carolina. South South Carolina. That's the one. Now, here's here's my uh, my question. Yeah. Um, are there any news articles that came up when you typed in Nikki Haley? Uh, yeah, kind of. Uh, oh. Is she the Beetlejuice lady? The Beetlejuice lady? What do you mean, the Beetlejuice lady? There was some, like, political woman recently uh, that was vaping during a performance of Beetlejuice and was also with a man that was getting very that, handsy. That, that was not Nikki Haley. That was... Okay. Oh, beans. Oh, I know her name, too. She's so annoying. She doesn't know what she's talking about at all. Um... um Beetle. Is she a Beetlejuice lady vape? Politician. Politician. That's not how you spell politician. Lauren Bobert. That's what yeah, it is. Yeah, that's that one. Yeah. They were getting real handsy. Handsy there. We're, there were children there. Isn't this the party supposedly of, of protecting children? Disgusting. Disgusting. Kettle, right. meat, pot. <laughs> <laughs> it's just <sighs> so I that list. Um, according to what I saw for Cor uh, Cornell West, he was a, a far left leaning person. So it wasn't oh, just it wasn't just uh, Republicans on there, but like. They're doing they why why do they try and seem like regular people? Right. Like, like it just we know you're not. We we know you're a politician and that politicians lie. And like we want to believe, like we want to that's why Obama's slogan was hope. Mm. Like we, we hope it's just gonna happen. And like some some presidents have done good things, some have done great things, some have done things that are revolutionary for the world. But most of the time, when we're talking about presidents, they're incredibly lackluster. Yeah, and I, I think that specifically Vivek Ramaswamy's. Uh, I've been watching a lot of videos on him. Unfortunately, um, I. I think a lot of his stuff, like his music is very telling about him as a person. Um, yeah. He's very conceited and self-centered. He's a know-it-all who thinks he knows it all. Um, like I, I just, if you look at the songs that he picked like centuries by fallout boy, first of all, I love fallout boy. Nobody likes that song. I mean, it's it was popular for a while, but it's not. It's that's not, sorry. That's not even the point. I thought you were gonna make. Ready for this? These are the opening lines to this song. Some legends are told. Some turn to dust or to gold. But you will remember me. Remember me from centuries. Right, but that's what I was getting to. Like, 
That's one of his favorite songs. Like he thinks that we're gonna remember him. A little blip in the bucket. But that's, that's gonna lose, unfortunately, to Donald Trump in the in the GOP nomination. If he's still able to run. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But then I think Ron DeSantis is number two in that. So But the big thing to also remember is when I said everybody lies, we can't even trust that these are their favorite songs and that they weren't just picked by their their um, advisors to be like, these are what songs that people are going to most respond to. Yeah. Like some oh, yeah. of them, some of them probably are their favorite songs. I, I, I'm, I'm almost like a hundred percent sure that an advisor didn't go, Hey, do you have any Mozart on your list? That's really hip <laughs> with the kids. <laughs> yeah. But, but like, Oh, you know, who's popular Taylor Swift. I really like that shake song. Or it's like, uh, oh, Imagine Dragons. That's what the cool kids are listening to. Not, <laughs> they like, too, not too cool, because uh, I am not going with the popular culture. I'm not mainstream. <laughs> I'm out there. I'm edgy. They they typed in Imagine Dragons, saw that it was trending, but it wasn't trending for the reason that they thought it was trending. It was trending because it's a pun. Uh, a very inappropriate pun. Stop that, it? kids. What was it? What was it? This is the Imagine Dragons. Imagine, Imagine Dragon these balls. Yeah, 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 that. <laughs> <laughs> kids, kids out kids, there listening. Kids, to this don't podcast. imagine dragons. Don't imagine dragons. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't you do it? Unless it's Dragon Tales. Unless it's Dragon Tales, or unless it's a really cool drawing of a dragon, like I did a couple times in middle school. Like a really sick dragon, like really sick dragon, like the tightest dragon, dude. Like, like the tightest dragon that's ever lived, ever. I want that dragon to be so tight that you go, I wish, I wish with all my heart to fly with dragons and a land of part. Ha! <laughs> like the sickest dragon, dude. <laughs> like the coolest, sickest, just dopest dragon ever. You know like, what dragon I imagine? Figment. <laughs> Y'all know about Figment? <laughs> What's Figment? Uh, it's this like dragon that Disney like was going to make as a character and then just didn't. And so like, like he's like he's like an Easter egg at Disney parks now. It's like a figment of our imagination. Cindy used to have a stuffed animal of him. Wow. Hmm. He was like a but, thing. But like, Must there's no really movie open. for Figment. Must be Matt. Really <laughs> <laughs> You're lucky uh, she can't hear you. I know. I'm sorry. She just went like this. <laughs> Listen, I do it to my own mom, so I had to do it to your mom too. I don't know. She doesn't look that old, Matt. <laughs> no, she's not in the wheelchair yet. <laughs> Oh, that's so mean to say about her. <laughs> You're going to make her hate me, and it's a one-sided conversation here. I like your Fast Times Original High impersonation, too. What? <laughs> what? Your surfer, dude. That's Fast Times Original High. Sean Penn. Oh, oh sick. <laughs> <laughs> Such a sick impression. <laughs> Sean Penn? More like Sean Pencel. <laughs> 
boy, oh boy. Do you know uh do you know what Sean Penn's father was called? Like what his name was? No. Uh Sean Quill. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of The Garlic Boys. Uh, if you if you enjoy what's coming from us, you can check us out on Instagram and TikTok for clips from the show, as well as updates about what we're posting and when things are going live. Uh, you can also support us financially on Patreon.com slash The Garlic Boys. Tiers on there start at $3 a month, but if you want the best experience possible, click that $10 a month where you can find special things, like maybe some bonus talks between us and the TGB One Shots crew, maybe a Ranking of Matt and I's favorite Pokemon. Maybe yeah. a little Imagine Dragons. Imagine Dragon. These nuts. If you'd like to also buy some merch from us because you want to show us support, and as a great way to spread the message, people be like, "Hey, that's a cool T-shirt design. Where'd you get it? Oh, this is a Garlic Boys original. What this is are the from Garlic my Lord Boys? And Savior. This is from my Lord and Savior, uh, Connor and Matt, the Garlic Boys. <laughs> yes, uh, they're they're one Lord and Savior. They're one. It's like the Trinity, right? Like we're just the duality. Heresy. <laughs> <It's> a, little, <laughs> a little sacrilegious there. Um, and if you'd like to watch the video versions of this show, uh, you check out uh, youtubecom slash Boys. You can see the sick, sick snowman behind Matt. Hmm. Look at it, dude. So chill, dude. Just so chill. So chill. Um, uh, I think there's some dog poop right there. Sick. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that dog was sick. Did you get it checked out? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, okay, she had yeah. fine. Yeah, cool. Uh, Matt, do you have a supplementary mom report for this week? Oh, uh, you know what? Me because I gave birth to this beautiful uh snowman. <laughs> Uh, mine is specifically the comic book character Mira. That that version, no other that version, version of Mira. No any other version of Mira version. deserves any. <laughs> has there even been a live action version? From no. all I know, there's never no. been one. No, no. Yeah, uh, you're right. They they definitely uh, didn't pick the worst freaking person to act her ever. So uh, we're gonna need to get on that. Uh, get on putting her in the the live action. DCEU. Eventually. James Gunn. Eventually. Yep. Let's do this. Man, any final thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh it's it's 4 a.m. and we're in a <laughs> we're in a warehouse somewhere in the desert, and I just I need to go to bed. Thank you. <laughs> that joke that that joke will never die. Ever. I stole that joke. <laughs> I love that, but it's never gonna die. We're gonna get it, it never. Well, we're all never gonna die because yeah, some some legends work. will turn into gold. Some stuff in dust and some gold, but they'll, they'll remember you will remember uh, us for long for garlicky. Oh, remember to stay garlicky, gang. Stay garlicky. I, I don't even know. Oh, boy.